Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. Here we go. All I wanted was a donut, and Jer wouldn't give one to me. Did he just, eat them all? Just a donut. All he, I wanted. He wouldn't give it to me. Why wouldn't Ryan give you a donut? Uh, listen, Wait, who needed a donut? You needed it. Ryan needed a donut. You guys are foaming at the mouth. There's donuts. There are donuts in the room. I can tell you're ravenous. I know. We did a bit of a play of a production there. We knew there's donuts here. Can you, but you can smell them. Yeah. Who? What grown man can't smell a fresh donut? Well, and when there's a box of donuts... I eat one. <laughs> right. And I, I was told clearly, no, you don't get to eat the donuts. And that I found offensive. Was there a physical altercation? Did he? Did I he, felt did... triggered. <laughs> right. I invaded yeah. his proximity. You inva- invaded his proximity. I thought this was a safe space. Right? <laughs> it's not. Mm-mm. It's very dangerous. <laughs> Especially when donuts are in the room. Yeah, right? It gets real dangerous <laughs> when you add donuts. It gets chippy. There could be cops around. <laughs> right. I mean, who even knows? I'm scared now. <laughs> he literally looked outside. Ladies and gentlemen, you've made your way to the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. This is, in fact, webisode number 42, recorded Wednesday, May 12th in the year 2021. And never fear the lava lamp is, in fact, burning brightly in the lab as a beacon for all the lost souls in the world, may they find their way home. And the guys are trying to find their way into this box of donuts, so we might as well like the elephant in the room, is that we have a guest tonight. We do. The man that whose name, it's like almost like having Voldemort on the podcast. It's like the name that remains unnamed. Mr. Feedback in the flesh Mr. is in the, it's in the studio tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Welcome. How, how, he already has three corrections for us. Yeah. <laughs> right. We, we, right. You got your name wrong. You mispronounced webisodes, yeah. and they're not actually don- donuts. Donuts. They're cronuts. Yeah, they're from the Dutch <laughs> potato-based. So, Mr. Feedback, how long have you hated us for now? <laughs> it's just you. How long have you hated me for now? When did I, you start? You, you were how many episodes when we, have there been? 42, so at least 42 weeks. 43 then, to be exact. Well, and there was the first round. The first 110 episodes we did. Yeah. Are you on, is this number 42? Yes. That's a fantastic number. You do know, like, the reference. Hitchhiker's Guide. To the Galaxy. 42. No, Hitchhiker, it's the answer to the the, the question. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Answer to everything. I need need 30 seconds, because I have no clue what you're talking about. 42 is Douglas Adams wrote a little book called Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. And in that book, the protagonist's name is Ford Perfect. Prefect. Prefect. And uh, (laughs) blah, 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 blah. There's a part of the book where there's a computer that they've developed. I I don't remember it any better than you do, but it's the supercomputer that can answer any question. They ask her, what is the answer to time, space, and everything? What is the answer to life? Yeah, yes. And it computes for like 2,000 years and like the descendants come back, whatever it is, 2,000 years later and basically get the answer, 42. Wow. And so then, of course, well, what's the question? (laughs) They got to wait another. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So tonight's the 42nd episode, so there's some... How do you hitchhike across a galaxy? You need a towel. That's a big part of it. 
You have to have a towel. Now, think about it. If you're going to hitchhike anywhere, much less the galaxy, you you take a towel. Because a towel is fantastic. It's a blanket. It's a pillow. It's a towel. It's shade. Right? It's a whip. So it's a weapon. You know, it's, yeah, it's shade. A towel is a very useful a item. Yeah, like a hat. It's a hat. It's a, yeah. It's a, it's a shawl. It's toilet paper. It could be toilet paper, right? <laughs> if you really got hungry. It's, then it's not going to be a hat. No, any it, longer. You, when, when it loses. Longer a hat. It loses a lot of its functionality. Well, you have to do it in a certain order. <laughs> Definitely in order. Right. You don't lead with that. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. You, you bring a roll. 42nd episode, Mr. Feedback is here. He's all over the place. He's a global entity, right? So right. he's in town. He's here at the lab, and and it, it's happening. Like, it's all now. It's all happening. Can I give you my biggest uh, conspiracy theory with Mr. Feedback? I would bet anything that he has some upper management connection to Anonymous. Right, <laughs> I, there's, I just feel it in my bones that he's done a few. Well, look at this. I mean, I'm pretty sure they masked the, the mask. Uh, right. What's that guy's name? Um, the the V mask. The the guy that tried to blow up Parliament. Remember, remember the fifth of November. Yeah, what's that guy's yeah, name? Yeah, what was that guy's name? Mister Feedback. Oh, uh, you're killing me. Uh-huh. Anyway, hey, some British. Game, hey, what do I look? Me. British. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So let's drink. What do you guys think? Yeah. Are you drinking tonight? Feedback? Nice beer. Are you going to join us in a little bit of the hards? Or? I will. All right. So he only t- has to drive to Seattle tonight. Right. <laughs> right. So who even knows? He just <laughs> vanishes and reappears somewhere. So tonight we have uh, Blinking Owl Bourbon. And Blink. what's cool about this is, if for those of you do, who don't know, Joss, do you know anything about Blinking no, Owl Bourbon? No, I've never heard of it. They're local. They're in Santa Ana. So yeah, Blinking Owl, Blinking Owl Distillery, local distillery. The first of the South Orange County, let's say the first of Orange County's craft distilleries. Um, they've been around for, oh shit, I should have done the research on this. Ryan, let me, if, you, if you could look it up, I'd really appreciate it. But let's say that this is a bourbon. They made it, and I'm going to see, is there any date... So there's no time on here, so we know that this is at least four years old. Otherwise, they would have had to say it was two years, three years old. Right. Um, with a bourbon, once again, I like to reiterate, anything under four years old, they have to put the age on there, and it has to be at least two years in the barrel. So anything between... Nothing under two. Nothing under two. Yeah. So anything between two and four, they would put the date on here. And anything over four, they would probably end up putting the the... the time in barrel on here because then it's marketable five year uh-huh. or six year seven year ten year the longer you get the more you want to probably put it on the and celebrate it on the label so they don't put the the age on here they just say bourbon so i'm gonna assume it's probably right at four because it's their i, I happen to know this is their first bourbon barrel that they have decanted and bottled. Oh, wow. Their first bottling. So I'm assuming that right at four years, as soon as it was oh, ready to go, go. get it out of the bottle and put it in a, in a bottle or get it out of the barrel and put it in a bottle. I also know, and it doesn't say on here, California straight bourbon whiskey, but at the store where I bought this, and I always like to shout them out, it was High Times in Costa Mesa. Uh, fantastic. Oh, I, I, I'm going to say the, the best liquor right. store in Orange well, County. Well, it's, it's, no, no. Uh, it's, the, it's one of the best I've been to anywhere. Ever. Yes. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's super famous for anyone like 
pretty much Long Beach South, right? So I mean, shout out for bleaking out oh, for being on the shelves there, yeah, which is awesome. I'm going to call them a friend. Bleaking Owl is a friendly distillery. I don't know necessarily whether or not they consider me a friend, um, but I am aware of them. I have met them. I know them. I know that Ryan Friesen, their um, master distiller or head distiller, is the vice president of the California Artisanal Distillers Guild and is doing God's work out there on the front line every day trying to get taxes lowered and uh, fighting for self-distribution in the craft distilling industry. So... Um, we are big fans of Ryan Friesen and Blinking Owl. So this is their first bourbon coming out of the barrel, and uh, I'm soaked. Let's start. Let's do it. It's gonna pull. Ooh, Ooh. nice little, kind of nice high, little pop. A little high pitched one. Ryan, will you do the honors? Of course, we're not properly Ooh. set up here. Well, not the honors, but at least pouring yourself some and. Moving it down the line. And because it makes no sense right now, Guy Fox was your answer, Jay. Guy Fox. Nice Guy Fox. Exactly, it was Guy Fox. Oh, it does say two years here on the back of the bottle. So it, this is the minimum, which is, that makes that makes even more sense because they're one, you know, you want to barrel it as, or you want to bottle it yeah. as soon as you're, you're, let's you're able go. to. And at two years, it's eligible to be called a bourbon. So boom, let's get it in the bottle. So this is their two year. So it's a young bourbon. Um, it's got awesome color. A great color. I'm interested to taste it. Great odor. I'm getting all the vanilla and cinnamon that you would expect. Very floral. Ooh, it's very nice. What do we got as a proof? I had, here? A, I had a nose shot. Yeah. You swallow it, you're, you're, my, my nose, my, uh, what's it called, nasal sinus is completely opened. Wow. 45%. So, so what's 90, that, 90? 90 proof. Yeah. 90 proof. It's kind of sweet. It is sweet. sweet. Right? So it's got a, the corn, corn and the wheat are both yeah. going to sweeten it up. It has it had a strong start, but uh, a smooth finish. There was like two different sips in one. Does that make sense? Like, well, the first, I, I want to reiterate. The first sip is of always, anything yeah. is going to taste like gasoline. You don't want to judge any of your tasting notes or anything on the first sip. Unless you're tasting gasoline. Unless you're tasting gasoline, yeah. and Petrol. then you should be huffing it yeah. because <laughs> you're, you're blowing it at that point. The 2016 diesel. Yeah. <laughs> I like a high octane. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting sweeter the more I have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting sweeter the more you have. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Ryan, I never noticed this. Okay. So you're kind of hot. <laughs> I'm going to leave the room. You guys are kind of dicks. So that's great. I like it. It's fantastic. I'm super, you know, it's not like anybody cares. Never mind. But I'm proud. <laughs> what made you pick it? I just spiraled into depression right there. I, know. <laughs> yeah. I uh, you know what? This was really tasty. I'm upset you I'm guys gonna tried it. Myself. I'm going <laughs> to fucking get out of here. Uh, life's not worth living. I, um. And how much was it? I'm a big fan uh, of them. They're, they're, yeah. Like I said, they, 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 they're, they're laying the framework of what craft distilling looks like in the country, not just locally. I mean, he's, he's the head of the guild, and they're pushing for legislation for things like uh, you know our ability to self-distribute up to a certain case number and all of that stuff, 
which is great. And that's all the things we need. The the FET and and Ryan Friesen, the head distiller at at, at Blinking Owl, is on the forefront of all of that. So, um, and he also is happened ha- happens to be making a very good product here, which is awesome. Yeah. So qualifies as a bourbon, and now we know it's it's two years old, which is the minimum that it has to be to qualify for a bourbon. We also know that to qualify as a bourbon, it has to be fifty one percent mash bill of corn. Which is once again to just so you know, mash bill joss is is the recipe. Yeah, Hawkeye Pierce, right? Came mash, up with it. right? The mash bill. No, not that. <laughs> it's the invoice he used to give the production company. Yeah. <laughs> so another distinction that it has to have to be able to qualify as a bourbon is it has to be aged in a brand new white American oak barrel. So I, I decided I'd give you a little information on, on white oak and why white oak. And we've talked a little bit before, like, why would you not age it in, you know, whatever? Balsa wood. Balsa wood. <laughs> right. Right? Because it's porous is the short answer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> All right. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> I love the word porous. <laughs> if I could get that involved somehow a couple times Tattooed a week. on your arm. Por- yeah. What so, joss is porous. Joss moist. is porous, porous. and moist. <laughs> it's a bad combo. Mm-hmm. It just means you're kind of wet all the time. Basically, joss is a wet towel. Well, it's a good description, we, we it's a good description also, of joss. Well, we also talked earlier. A yeah, towel has exactly. many functions. No, you're very and useful. a moist towel oh my God. helps you with that one before you stop <laughs> using it. Yeah, yeah. It really does. <laughs> The last use is best if you pre moisten. Oh, jeez. You don't want to post moisten. Okay. Yikes. The mighty white oak. Can give you some stats on it. Okay. The average height, 80 to 150 feet. Nice. Trunk diameter, 3 to 5 feet. A 5 foot wide tree. That's a lot of tree. That's a big one. That's a big one. Hell of a lot of tree. Right? Some other white oak facts can live for centuries. American white oaks clock in with 12 to 24 inches of growth per year. That's up to two feet of growth per year. I've yeah. seen Jeremy get 12 in a year. Oh, yeah. Girth? You've grown, you've grown no, 12 inches in a year. Or is that belt loops? Yeah. <laughs> uh, white oak is often known as the stave oak. Because it's the oak that you create staves, barrel staves with. Nice. Right? Why do you use white oak? It's dense. It's not porous. And when you make staves out of it and you cooper it, it doesn't leak. Which yeah. is what you want your barrels to do, is not leak. No, so leaking. Is a bad barrel thing. And if you made your barrels thing. out of balsa wood... They would leak. When it got, by the time your rum made it to the States from Jamaica, it wasn't going to be rum anymore. It was going to be air. (sighs) And nobody wants to drink. (sighs) They want to drink rum. So, American white oak. Dense. No leaking. Kind of like you. Dense. Right. Um, Oaky. Yeah. Ophi. Did you say oaky or oaky? (laughs) Vanilla-like. Plain. Dense and white. So. Thick. Some of the most famous 
white oak trees in the United States. Are we getting a list of famous oak trees? <laughs> you know, That's Steve. A move. That's a weird move. Steve I'm tell you, you've met Steve. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Let me, yeah. I'm just gonna you know tell Donnie you. from Auburn okay, Hills? I'll, uh-huh. I'll, I'll, I'll do it differently. Than that. Because I know we have a lot of uh, West Virginia listeners on the show, I'm gonna. there's a famous oak tree in West Virginia, the Mingo Oak. It's in Mingo County. It's 600 years old, 140 feet deep. 145 feet tall. There is. What's the famous tree that's hollow in the middle from lightning General, and cars can go General through? General Sherman. Uh, actually, no. I think that one they took down. No, it it got hit by lightning yeah. a couple years ago, and and it's dead. It's gone. Those are the yeah. sequoias. Those are sequoias. Right. Are red I red. have seen that. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah. And that must have been 12 feet wide. And now you're telling me on air that it's dead. It's dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, so is the famous oh. Joshua tree. The one that they filmed in the cover, or was it, in the that tree is dead. That actual tree is gone. How long ago? A couple of years. I don't oh, know. Yeah, it, it either died new. or it or someone hit it. Or I don't remember. Someone hit it. I, I don't like know. a punch. <laughs> I mean, hit it. Not more of an automobile. How does a tree get hit and like <laughs> hey, die? They get mouthy. Yeah, they get. Yeah, did, did Josh deserve it? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you t- <laughs> once. The second time I'll pop you, <laughs> Josh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of stumpy. I don't want anyone to mistake me for a tree and hit me. Do you know that in America, the average drunk driver drives under the influence 80 times before getting caught, according to MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Drivers? That's a real quick change of topic. Yeah. (laughs) And that's why we don't drive home. We have Simon. So thanks, Simon, because we don't want to be a statistic, dude. Yeah, when are we getting to the donuts? (laughs) Let me give you another one. One third of adults still sleep with a comfort item. Is What's... that comfort item someone else's breast? Like te- <laughs> I think it's like a teddy bear or a yeah. blankie. It's not I like had, your dog. I had my stuffed dog into college. Well, that's why I brought that's it up because I feel like if anybody, like I feel like you're the kind of guy that could probably still have like a blankie. A st- I had a stuffy. <laughs> what? Stuffy? Well, a stuffed uh, animal. What did you have? If you, ha- if you call animal. it a stuffy, I think you're humping. Yeah, it. what did? Yeah. <laughs> it was a uh, stuffed dog. I got it when I was like three and had it till I was like 20 and then lost it in college and was like Because mortified. your fraternity brothers took it from you because they didn't want to associate with the fact that their bros still slept with a stuffy. <laughs> it was a little embarrassing. I wonder if someone did take it. Don't didn't you feel better after it was gone though? Was weren't you? Like, I have a I have a. Friend, I know there was like a morning. I have period. a friend who had a, a a stuffed animal dinosaur named Topper that he's yeah. I think Topper. he still uses to this day. Hey, he's humping it. Um, I see something with marshmallow on it. Can I call that one? I know you want to change the subject, but I want to get back to the fact that you. Yeah. Okay. Sure. We have. So Randy's donuts. Ryan just put just put a knife in the one he called. No. Are we cutting them all up? We're getting a I bite just of figured a bite. we'd cut them in half yeah, at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mr. Feedback brought in some Randy's Donuts. And for those of you who don't know, Randy's Donuts is a very, very famous Southern California donut establishment. It's the one with the big donut. You've seen like Iron Man in the Iron Man movie, he lands in the in the Randy's Donut. I mean, there's multiple depictions of it throughout, you know, it's movies, in, it's pop in culture. Gymkhana. 
It's in all kinds of. I mean, Jim Connor. Yeah. Hoonigan, you know, Hoonigan's Jim Connor in L.A. Huh. It's I there. think you lost. You totally lost them with that. One. I mean, that's is that like a samurai movie? Is no, that anime? No, no. Nope. No, it's uh, it's a guy driving a '67 Mustang that he's made all-wheel drive and close to 2,000 horsepower, I, and he does a full drift around the donut shop. Oh, nice. after doing a whole tear through L.A. Well, that's it's pretty rad. fantastic. I highly recommend you look it up. Hooning is typically. Uh, the only way I can say it is probably wiling out in your car, like if you're sliding around, sliding around co- corners. Do you, it's a do verb. you look it up? No. Oh, Hooning is it? Hooning. It's a, it's a yeah. verb. You can to hoon. hoon. Yeah. To, you, you, it's basically you're out just. I mean, sliding around corners, doing cool shit with your car. Right. Fun. Doing okay. doing hood like rat shit with that. your friends. Yeah, I like to do that. Um, yeah. And he has done a bunch. Like there's um, Jim Connor is kind of where he's. It's not freestyle because it's all a planned route and all that kind of stuff, but basically planning a route through a city like it's a racetrack um, and uh, donuts and sliding with way more horsepower than you could ever possibly need. Um, and uh, it's just fantastic. And he they, did donuts did around a donut shop. They did donuts around a donut shop. They've done like these really sketchy roads in China. They've done San Francisco. They've You've done all. I think there's ten of them now. There's the sublime like liner notes with Bradley up in one of the Randy's don in the Randy's Donuts sitting there somewhere. Bang, Mr. Feedback. Where is Randy's Donuts? The people who are outside of the county, state, and beyond. Well, this, the the uh, original is up original. in L.A. Yeah, that's it's up in L.A. But the the one just open here in Orange County, Costa Mesa. Costa I mean, Mesa. what are these flavors you got over there? I'm seeing like yeah, you get fruit. Loops. Yeah, they, they're kind of doing the whole like voodoo donut thing. Where they're going Ryan, some really what are weird you doing? ones. Which one did you just go with, Ryan? Just a chocolate raised classic. Donut. Yeah, chocolate classic. glazed. Yeah. No, I want to get into There's, something weird. What's this white sprinkly thing over that's here? That's Oreo, I think. No, 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 no. Oh, I can't see it from my the one that looks like a, it. There's an M&M. What's this one? There's a fruity, I'm going to guess that this is like eggnog. Fruity Pebbles. No, that is the... Uh, there's something about... Like uh mango. Mango. Yep. All right, there's well, mango something going on there. I'm, I'm going in for the marshmallow, I think. So this is a mango glazed. You tell me. You're eating with like it. tahini on Apparently top. Apparently, I did. You got to go with the one with the fruity pebbles on the top. How do you not do that? That's the first move. I'm kind of back pebbles. in the main. Oh, the- oh shit! It's a mango glazed gel. It's mango jelly filled. You have a stuffed one. Yeah, it's jelly filled. Feedback with pebbles. With tahini on top. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and say it's a. It's dank. No. It's that's Fruit Loops that he has. So the tahini is money on there, by the way. So this is Fruity Pebbles? That's Fruity Pebbles, but you just launched all your stuff. Yeah, there you go. Wow. I ain't never had no tahini on a donut before, man. Dude, and then when you're done, you, like, lick the little tahini off your fingers. I mean, it's all, like, citrusy and sumac-y and rad. And <laughs> rad? <laughs> yeah. That was really a great donut experience. I didn't expect to have that tonight. Thanks, Mr. Feedback. Oh, that's my wow. The maple bars are magic. I mean, it's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Maple is, like, I love a maple. I love the old-fashioned. Let me oh. actually get a hunk of the old-fashioned. You want the chocolate old-fashioned? Yeah. Is there a regular old-fashioned? Yeah. yeah, I'll go chocolate. Maple bar is not the move. There's so many moves that tr- go before Which the reaffirms bar. why we all hate you. <laughs> 
Maple bar versus a chocolate is not even close. I love a maple bar. I feel like that's one, maple that's one where your tastes change as you get older. I would have gone chocolate as a kid. Now I go, I'll go the maple bar first. Absolutely. I feel like the podcast shouldn't end until those are gone. <laughs> I don't know. That should be the next challenge. Most calories consumed in one podcast. Fastest, is that a- fastest case of diabetes. No. <laughs> is that in the Guinness book? Most calories consumed on one single podcast in the hour to hour to, to in the 50-minute in the to one-hour range. What's the most caloric thing you can think of to eat? Let's just do it. If I had to eat the most caloric thing in like a one go. And, 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 you, and you like it. I mean, you want you want to eat it. It's just the most calories out uh, there is what? A whole gravy. tube of uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Yeah. A mon- it's got to be like a chocolate now, chip cookie what if, dough, whatever, what, peanut what, butter, milkshake. about like an actual meal type of thing, like a Monte Cristo. Yeah, you're not allowed oh, to make a, a milkshake. Monte Cristo. Because I'm just going to put a bunch of protein powder and peanut butter in a milkshake yeah. and fucking out-calorie everybody, man. I mean, how about like a you know, your standard fettuccine Alfredo's got a lot of calories on there. Right. That's pretty... I bet if you put marshmallows on it, it would... That would add to or, it. Uh, you got to imagine that your traditional Philly cheesesteak... Is pretty caloric. Is pretty high caloric <laughs> with the whiz and the butter on the bread... <laughs> Yeah, it's not low-cal. Right? Uh, Claim Jumper's Widowmaker. That's that, got to be up That's there. why they called it that. That's why they called it that. There's a hamburger joint in Las Vegas that has, it's like the cardiac something. And they, they have like a hamburger that's literally, like they have, you have to sign a waiver and there's someone on staff there to resuscitate you if your oh, heart please. stops while you're eating. I'm That's serious. gotta be a gig. It's like foie gras. <laughs> foie gras has got a lot of calories. I mean, I love some foie. I find things with calories taste better than things without calories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I think you're onto something there, Joss. People love to shave calories off. Doesn't taste as good. It's just not good. I, I hate people who are insistent that it is. They're you know, wrong with a capital Just R. admit it doesn't taste as good. That's fine that that's what you want to eat. Yeah, right. But don't don't pitch it as it's, oh, this is, it tastes just like the regular. No, it, it does not. Like, fat-free ranch. No. You so, know, I went out to a pizza joint last night, and I got the extra cheese on my well-done pepperoni. <laughs> and it was that much better. Yeah. So how does everyone in here feel about the whole fake meat thing? The Impossible Burgers? Yeah, well, there's a bunch of names for them, but yeah. It's like, if you want meat, just have meat. Or, if you're a vegetarian, just eat vegetables. But if you're going to be a vegetarian and you're wanting to eat vegetables that taste like meat... I think I'm, you got then, it all twisted. Then man. I'm confused. Then why yeah. do you even want to taste so, uh, the taste this of meat? Tastes just like beef. Well, then just eat beef. Yeah, don't you? No, but I don't want to eat beef. Well, then you shouldn't want to crave the taste. Taste of beef. of beef. You should crave the taste of soy, bean. Right. Or like carrot hummus paste. Yeah. You should crave hummus paste and well, celery. It makes no sense. At all. 
Well, uh, I could really go for a rice cake right now. <laughs> no one's ever said that. God, well, then you know a yeah. lot of the a lot of the super super veggie organic. You know they don't they don't want GMO. There is not a soybean on earth that's not GMO. Everything. If, with, if we didn't have GMO, we'd all have, would have starved to death. There would be Years nothing ago. in Albertsons, Ralphs, yeah. or any of those. It'd be just shelves of be So, empty. so right. I want to be super veg, veggie organic, and I don't want to eat GMO. But I'm going to have tofu. Well, guess what? You're eating something that was created through genetic modification. There isn't a soybean on earth that hasn't been. Have a good time with that. Oh wait, I, just I, had a... I don't like GMO, but I have a teacup poodle in my purse. Well, what do you think that is? <laughs> so I just had another. But are they eating it? <laughs> as long as they're not eating it, it's okay. I just had another sip of the blinking owl, and I'm tasting um a very high char, very smoky, and. I'm going to say that that's another thing. There is a certain level of char that you have to have uh, in your barrel. So we have, you were asking earlier, brand new oak barrels, they're charred on the inside. Um, So it's a brand new oak barrel, but it is charred before they age the bourbon in it. And it has to be charred on a certain, in a certain scale. Barrel char levels range from one to to five i'm gonna say that this is a five i was gonna i'm gonna say that they went with the highest char possible on a barrel and aged their bourbon in that um and i can understand why they would do that yeah for their, especially their first barreling to kind of seems get like you're gonna get off more reaction as yeah. you can so that you're gonna have a uh, an aged product with a lot of volatile stuff going on in it right yeah, absolutely. I think why wouldn't you? If you're you're up and coming, you're you know coming out, and you have to make something that you know is going to sit. Why wouldn't you go for a heavier char? Because when you proof it, who judges that? The char level. It's a thing. I, I know. It, I'm it, sure it, it is. The how, char how level. It, it. I'm. I'm the the Cooper. The Cooper judges it, and it, it's a, to a certain depth. Depth. Got it. Can you give me a? A difference or a, uh, just a summation of uh, char versus a toast? Okay, they are two different things. So on a barrel, the, the new barrels mm-hmm. have both, have a char and a toast. So charring is a fast burn. That's direct flame applied to the interior of the barrel to char it down to a specific depth. And then that basically is lining the barrel with charcoal, which is um, going to extract a bunch of the off-putting flavors left in your um, in your juice. Toasting is a slower process, and it involves gently heating the barrel's interior over an open flame so that the heat can penetrate deep into the wood, which mellows and takes on a dark brown color and brings out a lot of those internal flavors, vanilla, cinnamon, um, and intensifies those. And so by working with a cooper to create a custom barrel with um, different levels of char and uh, and toast, um, that is another way that the distiller can create um, a specific barrel that accentuates those flavors in his product. Are there any bourbon whiskey or any of the makers that do no charring, just straight white oak? No, you it has to be charred to a uh, charred for bourbon for bourbon. Yeah, no, I'm, but Scotch or, or Irish whiskey or. 
do they ever just straight white? Well, like, those are used, I guess. So yeah, no, I don't think so. The charcoal itself is is a big part of what's altering the spirit. Um, there's um, the charcoal is an extractive or an extractor or whatever. It's pulling shit out of the all the bad stuff. The um, the charcoal absorbs it in a way that just the raw oak itself wouldn't. Um, I was just trying to think of what the flavor would be in a non-charred. It, it seems like it would, I don't know, almost be more acidic or more So um, like white wood, bitter. I mean, it is done. It, generally, what, what I've heard of being done is something being aged in a charred oak barrel and then finished in something like a cedar barrel, which is what Japanese whiskeys sometimes do. They'll start in a, a, a charred white American oak barrel, and then they'll um, go to a cedar. Uh, uh, and I don't know that the cedar barrels are charred. It might be just a raw cedar barrel. I mean, there's a lot of multi-barreling that's done where it starts in the white oak, then it moves to a Madeira cask, and then is finished in a port wine sure. cask or sherry or or cedar in in the case of the Japanese whiskeys. So I mean it's it's all about, you know, and and to that point there are other woods that are dense enough and capable of being coopered into a a you know, liquid holding vessel. Um a liquid holding vessel. So not balsa wood. But not balsa. Balsa is not going to be your go-to. <laughs> now, if you really wanted to make a spirit that tasted like balsa. Here's another thing: you got to find out. You got to make sure that it's not extracting anything from that wood that could be poisonous, poisonous. right? There's certain, you know, I have so, heard of that. That guys w- wanting to be innovative because w- what you can do is you you have your your spirit in your barrel or or a you know uh, whatever a, a stainless steel holding vessel of some sort drop some chunks and just of wood drop in wood in it just let it the wood soak in there because you want it to taste like that wood Bran- but branches of poison oak right so if you wanted it to taste like balsa wood you could soak balsa in there. poison you, oak you just got to make sure that yeah it's not it's not poison oak that's funny i don't think poison oak maybe it would there would be those people like the the, the people that eat fugu Ooh, it's spicy. Yeah, those they're like the people that eat like you know that are like adventure eaters. I bet you could find people that were into drinking poison oak. I don't think so. I bet you could. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the poison this, oak this, from the inside. This definitely you know, that's makes, hard to itch. They would want to make sure that you had extracted the bad part, but you would have to like make like on the edge every hundred and thirtieth bottle, and they're like, oh my god, yeah. you drink this. Oh, it's so great! My my gums go numb when I drink it. It's like fugu, I know Josh. You know what fugu is. No. Uh, Josh is clearly fucked up beyond belief. Clearly familiar That's with fubar. fugu. Fubar. That's fubar. Yes. Fucked up beyond. Do you guys know what fugu recognition. is? Yeah. Everyone else in the room, do you know Simon? Blowfish. Everyone else knows what so, fugu uh, it's, is. It's, but it's, does it's, it surprise you to know that no. you're the it's, only person? It's a kind of fish that a sushi chef. Like has to be specifically trained to oh, do. Oh, so you do know. Yes, do you play dumb sometimes? Like Fugu is it was also in a, a Simpsons. It's episode. a blowfish. Is there it, ah Simpsons? Is there anything they can't teach me? <laughs> no, that is the answer. Does I would eat it. I've never had it, but I eat it. Hand that over, please. Jeremy's gone through like 
third of it? I'm liking the bleak and owl. It's got a high char. Very smoky. <laughs> high, high char owl. It is smoky. Mm, 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 Isn't that a singer? Yep. Chara. Chara. She was Chara. on, I believe, seven love boats. <laughs> Chara was on the love boat for five episodes. Thank God we got that settled. Including Acapulco Connection. Ooh. Okay. Let's get back into some statistics. 12,000 people die annually in the U.S. from TVs falling on them. And I feel like that's how Joss is going to die. I, I think that that's got to be less now that TVs don't weigh as much. Uh, this is a this is not a this is a new statistic. This mm. is like was just taken. Wow. This is now this is oh no it's in the U.S. But here's my feeling: twelve twelve thousand people die annually in the U.S. from TVs falling. Uh, you would on. have I, had to put out the effort to mount the TV high up, which Joss did not do. Right. Well, I don't want to see you go out like that. With bro. feedback as an Angels fan. He's thrown many a TV out his window. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. When did the Rangers win a World Series? Um, <laughs> so that's, that does sound like a lot of people. I think that's, that it sounds like that. a lot. It, now, do are, are a lot of those people when it's, you know, been defenestrated out of a window? Oh, there's, like, the there's the word. Defenestrate. I if, if, you know, sorry, I just yeah, I just needed to say defenestrate. That's I didn't impressive. need to say I don't word you, But I don't think you need to say defenestrate out of the window. No, 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 that's just what it means. Yeah, right, just yeah, defenestrate. <laughs> so, so here's one Simon brought to my attention the other day that I wasn't aware of. I'm sorry, just to wrap up, are we all in agreement? That seems like a very high number. Right, it does. And that's U.S. Right, compared to this number that I'm about to give you. 2.18 people, so basically two people, well, die annually from vending machines falling on them. Yeah, I've heard that year. one before. And it's because they get mad at it, they're shaking it, yeah. or punching it, trying to get their Cheetos or whatever. And I think also that could possibly be the way you go out, Joss. So either the TV or the vending machine or like you, the blimp accident, but you're not in the blimp, you're on the couch and the thing crashes it's through. Into your house. One of those things. I find it hard to believe. I was in a the jet vending machine is crash. heavy enough to kill you. Upon are you impact. kidding me? I think those. Let's try it. I bet those are more unfortunately, and not I'm not trying to be funny. Younger people. Let's do it. Let me throw a vending machine on you. Out of the window. We'll just knock it on you. I'll use the forklift. We'll take the boat. I'll maybe I'll put like a catcher's outfit on. I mean, I'll have a little bit of protection. <laughs> I feel like Joss is going to be a donut casualty. Right. What's going to get Joss McGinty? Like sofa worm. I mean, it's clear what's going to get me. <laughs> That's easy. Some it's, kind of bacteria in a pillow. Is that a thing? Sofa worm? No, Josh McGinty died of sofa worm. Uh, Lin, sounds terrible. Lindsay. I definitely don't want to die of sofa worm. Like, it sounds like slow like and something just boring up your from the well, bottom up, which I like don't the, want. Uh, bed bugs. Well, it, it's like when they actually peel you off the couch and they're like, um, the f skin had gone through the fabric. Yeah, we yeah, can, look, we can see your that. spinal cord. Is yeah. that, become, don't, don't. <laughs> he's don't become one like with that. the couch. Yeah. Don't go out like that, man. No. I, I don't. Much I don't want to go. Out. I don't want to. Blimp accident I described earlier. Right, where the blimp crashes through the house and hits me on the couch. We can write. Just like clips the chimney, which then falls on <laughs> right. you. Right, it's just gonna slowly deflate on him, but he's too lazy to get up, so he suffocates. Who would ever want to ride in a blimp? Uh, sounds great. more scary. I do it. That. The world is mine. It's like flying in the world's biggest balloon. I, this brings us back Ugh. to the beginning 
of why I've hated and that you little, for so that, long. That little fan. That, in fact, that, I'm that thinking little... of picking one up and branding it, <laughs> web, and we'll we'll just we'll put a dirigible docking station on the top of the building. Ugh, nice. The worst. Sounds great. That's the worst. Next well, to the apiary. The Hot air balloon is worse. Let me than ask the you this: What's, what's the... a dirigible, Joss, and what's an apiary? An apiary is a uh, inside-outside kind of a screen with fresh air where you oh. keep apes. No. Right. <laughs> no, no. Butterflies. Is it butterflies? Butterflies, bees, right. bugs. I, I got the flying general, insects. I got the general concept of what is a dirigible? Dirigible John or dirigible? A dirigible John letter? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a sure. Dirigible John letter. You've <laughs> become <laughs> so bulbous <laughs> and full of hot <laughs> gas. Flew away. That I've decided to leave. <laughs> yeah. How about the quote, oh, the horror, as, yeah. it, as it burns? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, that. Remember the Hindenburg Yeah, case? I was there. Yeah. You look like you were. <laughs> yeah, I was a, yeah, I was a what survivor. A dick. You know, you are mean. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided. It didn't look like a pleasurable way to die. In a fiery blimp accident. Hey, look, don't fill your blimps with hydrogen. It's going to be my moving forward. Don't do that. But a blimp from 1930 and a today's blimp still has that token fan thing. Well, that's going how it on moves forward. Oh, you mean it's modus operandi? No, I thought they had a bunch of people blow into it. No, into the, the fan, the flame. They just move. They just it's open the a... back and let the air out. <laughs> it's like you can't be up the. How fast can that thing go zero to sixty? You can't be Couple up the waste laden waterway without the proper mode of propulsion. <laughs> Okay. That is the funniest thing. Jeremy had the funniest thing. By the way, he peaked at 16. But the <laughs> the up, uh, we used to pretend we were Russian <laughs> students, right? And, we're sure. and you, were, you know, it's like how you say, you know, I have to make toilet, yeah. right? Pee-pee now, huh? I like to <laughs> rub, you know, the no, <laughs> that's a more visual joke. And he was maybe you find say, yourself up the yeah, you know, <laughs> waste laden waterway without the proper mode of transportation. No, no, wait, other one guy got it because he, he blew, blew it. it twice. He blew it twice. It's Mike Ralph. So we would do the thing like, "Hey, you look like Malf Ralph from Happy Zift of Days, right? Yeah. Elvis <laughs> Presley, right?" <laughs> and he came up with, uh, "I'm up Shit Creek without a paddle," and you said, "I'm up sewage laden waterway without proper rowing equipment, no, without right? Proper means of propulsion." <laughs> that is pretty funny. <laughs> How'd we even get there? That was funny, though. You used to be real funny, Jared. Jeremy was f- so funny from 1990 to 94, right? And then the hard drugs just really <laughs> what gassed him. happened to you guys? Listen, it's we've had 42 episodes. Have we ever had a uh, guest so banal as Mr. Feedback? Wow. Well, that dick. might be the most multisyllabic word I've ever heard you use <laughs> in your entire life. He's kind of funny, you know, kind of knowledgeable. You know, he's pretty good. He's good. Is he great? You know, he's good. He's kind of like that jerky on your way to Vegas. <laughs> I mean, it's he's good. Right. Great is never going to come into this. 
They just don't put that on the side. Oh, we're just kidding. It's so good to see you. You kind of look like a hobbit, by the way. Has anyone ever told you well, that? Well, I've made a bad hobbit. Yeah. Looking like I've that. had a couple bad hobbits in my <laughs> life. I'm not going to I want to ask Mr. Feedback what we can uh, plug for him, what he has coming up on the yeah, web. Wh- or When are you going to be on the... Thing? Wait, what, you got the... Th- um... no, I appreciate that. I'll be on the Tonight Show this next time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do want to say I, uh, I like that you referred early on as hey, we've got a guest because if you had said special guest, I would have said no. That's in no way. <laughs> no, that was in pre-production. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> Pat Keen is, is a special guest. Guy's famous, been on shows. Like, I'm just a dude in a room. <laughs> You're special, though. I'm like the well, that's spectrum. A different, that's, that's, yeah, that's a short bus type of thing. <laughs> no, I appreciate... Anybody that wants to participate in the show, and you have been a participant from the very beginning. And, and you flew in from your home state only to Greenland. be on this show. Greenland. I was in Greenland. Greenland. And you happen to also be like a bro, someone that I you know consider a friend. We've had a lot of memories. So I'm almost stoked to be here. And you brought donuts. So I mean, it's like, what am I going to do? Lock you out? Right. Who- you brought donuts with teen on them. Which I mean, it just blew my mind. That it's, one was it was just pretty solid. It's donut. opened my hole. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wow, I didn't mean it's opened my hole. It's opened my whole mind. Uh-huh. I didn't finish the scene. Give me a chance to finish. That's an important word to throw in there. Yeah, no. Like, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. No, you. It's spelled. You didn't hear the silent W. There's a silent W. What? It's opened my whole world. Not my. It's, it hasn't opened my hole yet. Oh, it might. Maybe, maybe <laughs> later. It might. Anyway, it's been fantastic. Well, <laughs> Josh, you're looking mortified. I'm just. I, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, that. <laughs> I'm. I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking we're on to some kind of revolution. I want donut shops that open at 8 p.m., and I want Chinese food that opens at 9 a.m. Like some, Why can't we switch, change the script here? And generally, everyone that runs donut shops is kind of Chinese. <laughs> it is very common to have a donut store next to a Chinese right? food. Absolutely. I'm not going to hate you if you fry the donuts and the egg rolls in the same fryer. Right. But... I'm not, I'm not even going to hate hate you if you throw a little glaze on that egg roll. Right? Glaze my egg roll, baby. Just, wow, I'm going to go home and say that to my wife. Conversation of fat guys. Wow. <laughs> I need a glazed egg roll. Are you kidding me? I think Friend, we're on to something. Just don't put it. <laughs> we're out of time. On behalf of Jeremy Webb, I'd like to say thank you for listening. Right here. On... The Jeremy, Jeremy Webisodes, Webisodes Podcast. Podcast.